Hey everybody, before this episode starts, I just wanted to give you a warning. We talked way too long on this episode. Uh, it was a blast. However, uh, my recorder stopped working, but with only like 20 or 30 minutes left, uh, so you get a whole lot of content in great crystal clear audio, audio. and uh, the the last 30 minutes or so, I don't know for sure. I just listened to a bit of it. I had recorded a backup through my laptop mic. It's rough. <laughs> it sounds rough. I don't know how it's going to come out after like post-production, um, but it probably won't be the best. But, hey, you get the full episode, right? So, guys, thank you so much. Enjoy, and I am so sorry for the end of this episode. Hopefully, it is uh, listenable. Thanks, guys. Sean and Joe, another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make believe, get ready for Halloween. It's the horror show. I know you miss those guys. Tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate. Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Remember when we saw Murphy's Law? Yep. And he dedicated a song about being tied to a radiator and getting something shoved up, shoved up your ass to like a, a, an eight year old. <laughs> yeah, an eight year old child who was lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the horror show. <laughs> I'm gonna show that dissect, so mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite uh, uh, concert stories and other events like yeah. like Murphy's Law. <laughs> What's the name of that song? It's called. Um, Woke up tied up. Woke up, yeah, 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 yeah. Woke up tied up, and uh, yeah, he sang that too. He brought an eight year old on stage. Was like, whoever lost their kid, come get him. Hey, kid, you're great. This song's for you. <laughs> well, the, dude. Also, she was like in the front row where everyone was rushing towards the stage, oh, yeah. and he was like, "Hold up, hold up." He's like, "This person's gonna get crushed." And he's like, "Do you guys want to see?" But the way they worded it, he's like, "Do you guys want to see a crushed eight year old?" And everyone starts cheering because like he said it like like a hurrah. And then he was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> fucking idiots!" And then pulled her up on the stage. He's like, "I can't believe this crowd." And he dedicated a song to her, a song about having something shoved up your ass. I've never seen anything so stupid. Fucking Jimmy G. Uh, <laughs> absolute idiot, and, and like you, you created those fans, buddy. Uh, just an FYI, <laughs> they're not doing that for no reason. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> Do you want to see a crushed eight year old, <laughs> dude? Me or a kid and fucking that? I forget what what was the venue? It was in Philly. The it was the arena in Philly. Um, uh, it, it was New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right, where the Devils play. Um, it was that arena, and that like, imagine being eight and somebody being like, "You want to see an eight-year-old crushed?" And the entire arena erupts. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, thanks, <laughs> R.I.P." But also, where was her parents? <laughs> Agreed. Anyway. We're here. I'm a little drunk. Um, nice. I'm ready, though, for round four? Round four. One, two, three, four. Round four, zombie three, Bruno Maddie versus 
Buyo Mago uh, by Joe D'Amato. Um, yes. Boy, this was an interesting week. I feel like the vibe was a little different this week. <laughs> Do you? Because I loved it. I, I I felt like I um uh I really liked the movies. Uh, did I really like the movie? Yeah, I re- I'm gonna say I really liked the movies. I definitely loved one of the movies. Um, okay. The other, mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm a little iffy on it. Um, but we'll get into that a little later. Scoring for this round, uh, we're so I don't know how to grade it on this, but a sequel, but not score. <laughs> So okay, so I honestly have beef with Devin because Devin picked these. One of them's one of them's legitimately a sequel. Correct, because like the creator of the first movie was like, "This is a," se-. and honestly, on Wikipedia, it's like a sequel in name only, dude. If you and me made a movie, right, and we call it Horror Show the Movie One, and then we make Horror Show the Movie Two, and it has nothing to do with the first one, it's still a sequel because we set it, we created it. Like no one can define so- no one can define that as not a sequel. I'm mostly in agreement. I would also still disagree that it's similar enough <laughs> that it could 100% take well, place in the same timeline. I absolutely agree with that because, like, th- imagine splitting hairs about the plots of these movies. Like, it's fine. It's <laughs> fucking fine. <laughs> it's the same. You could tell me it's the same movie. You could say it's in the same universe. And if you tried to pick that apart, I would be I, – I would I would applaud you if you could be like, well, actually, this, this, and this. It's like, no. Like, there's no fucking way you could do that. <laughs> There's not. Um, so yeah. So one of them. I have is, to say though, I think this week has an asterisk, Joe. Because I'm almost about to call it a draw, brother. Me? I'm about to call it a draw. <laughs> Depending on how mad I get. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Lucio Lucio Fulci directed almost all of that movie, and then they brought in Maddie afterwards because he he got sick. Right. And and Maddie was like Maddie was now and fucking Maddie I fucking love these guys so much they're such fucking dickheads so like I would love to know the actual I wish I could go back in time and like figure out what actually happened here because Fulci makes a two hour movie by the way we're talking about Zombie Three right now let's just hop into this okay we're talking about Zombie Three right now Fulci makes a movie that's an hour and like forty hour fifty minutes right. They show it to the producer. Well, then he leaves. They show it to the producers what they have. And the producers are like, this is fucking awful. Cut it down. And then they cut it to an hour 10. And then they they were like, what I read was it said it was mostly, it was basically a long montage. I don't know how that's possible. But that's what they claim. And then they yeah, cut then it down. Wait, to then 50, they cut it down more. <laughs> they cut it down to 50 minutes. So let's say that's true, which I don't entirely believe. FYI. Okay. Because everyone's a fucking liar in, in this weird world of Italian, like, underground cinema. They're all fucking thieves and liars. <laughs> so I don't believe any of them. But let's say, okay, Fulci does 50 minutes. Okay. Then they hire Maddie, who is the assistant director. And because that idiot that did Trolls 2 was working on it was like, hey, Bruno Maddie's a great director. <laughs> Just use him to finish the movie. And so they use him and he create he films another 40 minutes of footage. Okay. That's that everyone kind of agrees with, sort of ish. 
This is what I've read. Now, at, I read an interview with with Maddie, and they're like, hey, so would you call this a Fulci movie? And he's like, oh, it's hard to say. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, I feel like even if... Even if that story is true and he only had 50 minutes and he had 50 minutes, that's still more than 40 minutes. <laughs> right. Right. And that's if that's true, which I don't I, I don't know because the movie is so bizarrely jumpy that I don't I don't fully believe that Maddie had that much film in it. Also, Maddie's right hand guy for Gasso directed part of it too oh see and I, that's something I, I didn't know that but like i didn't even think about that in the calculation so it's like what like what really did happen <laughs> you know what the fuck did happen like did did maddie just film like a bunch of bullshit like a bunch of extras to fill space because he's pretty fucking Wait. good at that <laughs> i mean they couldn't get the original actors to return oh for their scenes that's fucking right and then like then there were that's fucking right. I read that, and so then what? Like what did he film, and who were the original actors? Because then he's like, yeah, I made a bunch of subplots to do it, and I was like, the whole movie is fucking subplots. The whole movie says like I want to know which ones were his subplots. Because right. There is a mainstay of of actors. Correct. So that couldn't have been what what Maddie did. No. So I think Maddie did like that one weird couple that like <laughs> like. The woman falls out of the car and like um, fucking Dante Dante's peaks her leg just by falling out. The car's not moving, by the way. The car's at a full stop and she falls out getting out and like somehow her shin splinters through her leg. But I feel like maybe that was his plot. I don't know, man. It It's very iffy and I I have to question. I have to question whether we fucking count this. I know, I know. Why, Devin? So, so why the fuck would you recommend me, this? <laughs> <laughs> also, let me, wait. Let me ask you. Wait, one more thing. I'm sorry to cut you off before you go, because we were talking about how one wasn't a sequel. It. Yeah. Oh, uh, what is Beyond Darkness's sequel? Because I know it's a remake of something. Uh, I am glad you asked. Well, first off, it's a remake of a. Uh, a French film, The Third Eye, yeah. starring Paul's favorite actor, Franco Nero. Which, do you think Franco Nero ever watched this? Because <laughs> I, 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 if I was Franco Nero and I watched this, and they told me it was a remake of my movie, I would honestly quit acting. <laughs> I, would just, I would just hang it up. Like, I've, what have I done? Like, <laughs> I'm responsible for this? <laughs> which, which, by the way, I absolutely love this movie. I, I, I'm curious to hear your take. I think, I think Beyond the Darkness is amazing. Yeah. That's the one yep. I love. That's the one I love. Okay, okay. Um, the sequel is that it is supposedly a sequel to the La Casa films, which is, uh, what was it? House? It stands for The House. Yeah. So, The Evil Dead is the first La Casa film, and then they made House 2, House 3, The Horror Show. This is one of them. Oh my god, so they mixed up the Evil Dead and the House franchises all together. Yeah. That's, wow, Italy, those people must be so confused. (laughs) (laughs) They must be so, like, they must be like, Americans are so fucking stupid. Well, like, you know, we always... Well, because, well, the Evil Dead was was released in Italy as La Casa. Right, but, like, I'm saying, like, 
they must see that, and then they see La Casa 2, and they're probably like, great. And then they see La Casa 3, and it's probably House, <laughs> the the comedy, in a house, not a cabin. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> And then proceed to tumble through the house films or whatever. I don't know. Uh, dude, that's fucking bizarre. That's fucking bizarre. In in Spain. Yeah, so so this one this one at least matches the criteria a little bit more of a sequel, but not a sequel, because it's not. It, it, I mean this when you say sequel in name only, like this is the example that you should be. Oh yeah, and it's also listed as Zombie Ten, which is weird because <laughs> Zombie Three was made in in 19 it was in the 80s right and beyond the darkness was made, made in 1979 wait 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 beyond the darkness is 79 no that can't be isn't it no cuz evil dead didn't come out to 81 beyond the darkness was what 79 <laughs> that can't be that's what it says at release date november 15th 1979 that Dude, I think they just like constant. Oh wait, wait, oh, wait! Here, re-release. They filmed it in two weeks and they re-released it in '87. After oh, this is fucking nuts. This is honestly <laughs> awesome. I like this even more. He made this in 1979. Holy fuck! Yeah. And then he released re-released it in '87 with the uh, to associate with, to associate it with the La Casa films. That's fucking insane that is insane that is insane and it's also funny because um i I had read an interview with him about the movie and he had said that they were really lenient on gore when it was released and that's how he was able to put all that in and i was like wait wasn't this the 80s like wasn't that when like you know the fucking whatever the the um what are they called the video nasties i was like i'm pretty sure like it was really fucking tight back then but yeah i guess it makes sense if it was 79 um, they weren't doing that yet. Dude, that... Think about 70s horror. Yeah, they're awful. Think about somebody stumbling upon this. <laughs> Holy shit. I like that even more now. Oh, I like that even more. Dude, dude. Okay, so ready for this? So here is the La Casa film series. Okay. Um, It's Evil Dead. Ev- so this is all La Casa 1 through... Eight, but eight is not listed, so I don't know why it says that, but it goes through really seven. So you have Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, then Ghost House is La Casa 3, which is um, Umberto Lenzi um, flick. Then it goes to Witchery, a Fabrizio Laurenti movie starring David Hasselhoff, (laughs) which, like, how, how have we not done that? Um, <laughs> looks fucking insane. There's a woman with a crochet needle in her fucking face on the cover. Um, then Beyond Darkness. Then House 2, <laughs> the American comedy. And then House 3, the horror show, the one that we did on this show with fucking Lance Henriksen. Love it. That's a fantastic series. <laughs> what <laughs> Stolen <confusing>. movies. <laughs> why Why have we not, why have we not done the La Casa's? series in a uh, chronological order that, that i mean let's let's add it to the fucking list i'm sure imagine like in two think about sam raimi too right like sam raimi must be like wait what <laughs> my fucking movie do you think he got paid for that like or no no way no way <laughs> 
Oh, hey, guess what? In 2021, a new original film was produced and distributed titled La Casa 8. The film was year, shot, huh? the film was shot in America for an international release, directed by Dustin Ferguson, who uh doesn't have a We need to start doing this. All the Patreon money is going to go into La Casa 10. <laughs> this guy's made more shitty dog shit movies than I could fucking shake a stick at. Dude, and he dude, this guy, this guy should be fucking arrested. This guy just steals other people's franchises and then like makes them off as his own. He's got like four Amityville movies that are obviously not Amityville. He's got Camp Blood movies. Good for him. <laughs> oh, I do want to see Horn Dog Beach Party though. <laughs> dude, he's doing Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Like, dude, like that's not. It's probably because it's fucking public uh, domain now. Anyway, so what are we talking about, about today? Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, on our Patreon episode, we decided we're doing all the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah. Oh, uh, real quick before we hop hop into the movies, I want I pull, I, I want I want to shout out our listeners. So so first off, first off, actually, we should probably acknowledge our listeners because um, you know, they showed up at the con. Yeah. We bought our merch at the con, and then you released that and. Like, you released it, and the next morning I was getting messages, like, early in the morning, being like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you don't have this left anymore? Like, they scooped it up incredibly fast. So, thank you. Nuts, dude. Shout out. You're 100% right. Shout out everyone that bought the merch. I was shocked at how quick that shit sold. Um, we had not a lot left, and they <laughs> they burned through everything. All the Live, Laugh, Skate stuff, all the con exclusives. Yeah. I think we've got, like... One or two of some like obscure sizes and colors. So, um, thanks. Dude, people were like, people were messaging me being like, "Hey, this isn't even my size, but I, I need to like own one of your merchandise, <laughs> so I'm ordering it." Like, fucking thank you. Like honestly, like it's humbling. Like thanks. Super. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. You. And shout out. Like I don't want to name names, but shout out. There's been a couple people that have reached out, and this has kind of happened since we started. But like people reaching out and being like, "Hey, you guys, I just want you to know, like you guys have helped me and like gotten me through some some times, and like telling me that like they listen to us at night, you know, to like, calm them down and to, like laugh." And I mean, just fucking thank you again. So I just wanted to acknowledge that. And then uh, on, on a less serious note, I posted on my Instagram yesterday. What would be the best ice cream to shove up your ass? Uh, to the people who sent me who sent me really uh, well thought out responses, I thank you. To the people, and there was a lot of them who chose push pops. Uh, I, I I don't agree. I, I, you should you should reconsider ever shoving anything up your butt if you're going with uh, push pops. Yo, you know, the diameter the, of the a push track. pop is unbelievable. Dude, they're telling me like how that's the one that you like you slide down i mean some people were saying snow um screwballs or snow cones <laughs> i guess if you turn it upside down but whatever i'm not getting into that okay. the push pop was the, was the alarming one firecracker was the right answer and a shout out to somebody who i'm also not going to name who told me that <laughs> that they just recently bought push pops and firecrackers and they were going to try it and let me know get the <laughs> fuck out of here get the fuck out of here male or female it was a female. Send Her boyfriend to, hates send, the show already, so I'm not. I'm not. I'm not naming. I'm not naming names. Send me who it is afterwards. That's that, that was that was a clue right there. Um, 
we we uh <laughs> I was gonna text you and say Tweety, the Tweety Bird Pop. <laughs> no, no, that that's nuts, man. That's nuts. That's <laughs> too wide. I, I mean it's so wide that it wouldn't work, and I think you'd you'd win. The the stick would just go through, uh, you'd, uh, you'd only get the stick up your butt, you'd be fine. There's no winning. There's no winning. It, it was just which one would you rather shove up your ass? So so there's no winning. It, it, that just wouldn't work. <laughs> that would fucking hurt, man. The firecracker is the only reasonable answer. It's phallic. It's phallic shaped. Like it, it, the, everything else, everyone said is fucking nuts, except for the cone ones. Which, if if you turn it upside down, I'm fine with it. A push pop is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, push pop's nuts. And the people's like, well, you can slide it out. Like, no, no, that, that, no. It's too wide. It's, it's a three. It's like a three inch diameter rod. <laughs> it's like a three inch diameter rod being shoved into your ass. Yeah, it slides. Like, but like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. It slides means nothing because ice cream fucking melts. Uh, that's besides the point. It's not melted when you're shoving up your ass either. It's like that's why the Tweety Bird wouldn't work. It, it's just which one would you rather? If you said anything other than firecracker, you're incorrect. <laughs> and also, I, I do have to say, I, I love eating a screwball. A screwball is delicious. You got to go that wide base first, so they're wrong. You can't put I, 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 down. Listen, that was, my, that, that was my thought process, too. So, like, I got it, but it, it you're disqualified. You're disqualified. Because it has to be. You're, you're being sneaky. The side that you sneak. eat first. Right. Yeah. I, I could say the Tweety Bird, but then you just shove the popsicle stick up my ass. You could say that for any single one. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So. Except for the chocolate taco. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why um, hardcore horror fans don't like this show. <laughs> <laughs> I was acknowledging our fans. I would much rather talk gracious. about this ice cream topic than anything else. Although I will say <laughs> I love the Bruno Matty uh, D'Amato thing. So that's uh, – I will get into it only out of respect for these two filmmakers, if you want to call them that. <laughs> so so I, I'm glad – so I guess we'll get into it. I'm glad – I don't want to start with uh, – I think we should start with Zombie 3. I'll do whatever you want. But uh, I, I do want to say I'm glad that you liked Beyond the Darkness. And I do want to say, and I'm saying it now before I forget, this was my fifth or sixth time seeing Beyond the Darkness. I had seen it years ago because um, the death metal band Impetigo yeah. have an EP called Blue Omega, and like the cover art was like, oh my god, this is awesome. That When I watched it years ago, it blew me away, and every time I've watched it since... Like no other movie does this to me. I can, this movie might honestly be the grossest movie that I've ever seen in my life. Even today, I was eating popcorn, and like <laughs> there was one scene, and I put stuff in my mouth, and I was like, I, I'm gonna fucking throw up. Like it's so disgusting. It's it, it's one of the grossest movies I've ever seen, and I'm so desensitized because this is like all we watch, and it still packs a punch to me. So kudos to this movie. Oh, dude, it is. Um, I I oddly enough, I was also um eating while i ate it and i was like are you fucking kidding me i fucking threw it out i was like this is fucking unbelievable and let's put it in context 1979 1979 (laughs) like that is fucking nuts what we saw was nuts for 79 if you like redid that in the 80s it would be out of like it would be even worse it would be even worse dude if you even did that now people would be like what the fuck And honestly, one of the more alarming things was, like, it didn't have the neon pink blood that we're accustomed to 
Um, or right. even red blood. It had like this like muddied red blood. And it just made me so fucking ill. Like it really made me feel the the fluids were so thick. Like, oh my god. god. It it just makes my stomach curl. Dude, and Maddie was like, Yeah, we just used fucking animal parts. <laughs> He's like, We didn't Damato. Have- yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- there's a scene where they kick they kick over a bucket and like you're like, Well, that I mean, those are organs. <laughs> there's, a, there's no if and or but about it. It's just fucking organs. Um also, uh, you know, if we wanted to pick a movie for Animal Attacks Week, we probably could have picked uh, Zombie 3 over, yeah. so, <laughs> over, so, over so Killing Zombie, Zombie 3 had more bird attacks and more birds being killed than, than the entirety of <laughs> Killing, killing Birds. <laughs> Dude, I, I was actually fucking infuriated watching it. <laughs> 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 fucking kidding me? <laughs> Fucking pissed me off so bad. So, all right. So, who do we have? We've got, um, we've got, uh, um, it's D'Amato has two rounds. Maddie's got one under his belt. Yes. Last week. So, we got a two to one situation here with D'Amato up. Um, this week's scoring. So, we're going to score it as a sequel, but not score, uh, movie quality, plot, enjoyment, replay value, and gore. Um, so it's four criteria, even though I listed like 16 things. Um, they're just <laughs> kind of lumped together in certain areas. Um, and next week, um, depending on who wins this, uh, we have more shameless ripoffs, hopefully, uh, you know, directed by the actual fucking directors we're talking about this time. Um, <laughs> End game versus uh, Strike Commando or, or Robo War. We're not sure yet. Which, by the way. So. Oh. Devin messaged me today and was like, listen, man, I know I gave you guys the choice, but he's like, can you please talk to Sean and do Robo Wars? Okay, that's fine. But maybe we do Strike Commando for the live show. Not Cruel Jaws? I think everyone knows fucking Cruel Jaws. Nobody fucking knows Cruel Jaws. <laughs> uh, all right, fine. Maybe, maybe Strike Commandos we'll just do at the end of this. Well, we might need another week. Oh, that's true. Because I, honestly, I listen. I am totally actually leaning towards drawing this because let's just get it. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Let's just get, fucking air the our, air our grievances here. Damato wins, but it is Damato wins hands fucking down. But it's hands down. Hands down. This isn't a Maddie movie. <laughs> It's not fair. We don't know which of the parts he actually put in. Two other guys had their hands in it. Uh, you can't. You can't hold it against them. You can't hold it. I'm fine with calling it a draw. And can I tell you something? The one scene that I thought Maddie did was the fucking flying head scene in Zombie 3 because it's so fucking stupid. I've never seen anything so dumb in my whole life. (laughs) No, no, but that was Fulci. It was Fulci. It was 100% Fulci. And I was like, okay, now my whole world is... I can't I can't even judge this movie because I was like, that's gotta be Maddie. And I Googled it. And Fulci's like, yeah, I added that because I was bored or whatever the fuck he said. These fucking Italian guys like almost almost hate their craft. <laughs> they're like they're just constantly like, well, I don't it's really give a shit. Old and retired, yeah, yeah. They're old and retired. They have nothing else to do. But that that scene that scene made me laugh out loud. <laughs> fucking the most unbelievable thing I've in any zombie movie. It's probably the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. A fucking head flying out of I, a dude, I I think I agree because there was there was absolutely nothing that propelled that, and and we know these are normal zombies, so it's just like dead organs being reanimated. So there's there's no reason for a head to travel like that without being pushed or thrown. <laughs> dude, the consistency of the zombies in Zombie Three is is 
insane and, and not good. And some talk, mo- most talk. Well, I shouldn't say most. A lot of them talk, though. Oh, and, and they. T- <laughs> the ending? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Wait. So, so some people, some people turn, some people turn slowly. Yes. And some people turn so fucking slowly that they're like living out their entire life with their disgusting decomposed face. <laughs> like it just can't make up his mind. <laughs> Dude, my favorite. All right. Well, let's. We don't. We're not going to get into everything, of course, because we're doing the two movies. Um. Oh boy. So Zombie Three was regarded as the official follow up to Zombie Two. Um, although other films were released internationally, also billed as the sequel, Burial Grounds by Bianchi, um, and, and a couple other ones. Um, Zombie 3 was, uh, originally announced as a 3D film and, uh, that didn't happen. (laughs) So, uh, Fulci, uh, left production, like we discussed partway through, um, people said it was illness. Um, he said something else, uh. He he claimed that it was like a production issue. He had, he had beef with the production. Um, I don't know what to believe there, man. It's it's kind of fucking weird. I I, I tend to believe the the beef with the production. Why would you leave like with that much left or with that little left? Yeah, I, I thought it was a health issue though. He, that's what people said, and then he in an interview was like, it had nothing to do with illness. Yeah, uh, so really the amount of footage by Fulci is 50 minutes is what we're looking at. Maddie supposedly does the rest, and then what's-his-name does some of it. Uh, fun fact, Maddie was the only reason Maddie did this, or no, I shouldn't say that. Maddie came back to do it because he was already in the Philippines filming Strike Commando 2. Strike Commando 2, yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, wait. Oh, wait, yeah, no, this one's not 79. I was about to be like, this really fucks me up now. Okay, so yeah, he was doing Strike Commando 2, uh, went home to spend Christmas with his family, and then came back to film uh, Zombie 3 with none of the main actors. They could get none of the main actors to return to film. The new scenes became subplots. Also, I couldn't tell any of the characters apart in this. They all looked like fucking identical. No, just the DJ. Just the DJ. Dude, just he's the only one that had like a personality. Just the DJ. Um, it. Oh, okay, do we want to do the uh, game? I sure do. So uh, tell me what Zombie 3 is about. Dude. <laughs> I this I I I'm no I know I'm not, I know I have had struggled with telling you all of them. Zombie 3 I could not tell you. I know obviously there's a zombie outbreak. We see it. But what the fuck is it about and why do I care to watch it? There's no answer to that. <laughs> like you're only watching it just for like watching shit happen. And all of the fucking various subplots that happen throughout it, they don't tie in. No, nothing even matters in this movie. And even the DJ, who seems to be, like, the one overlapping consistency, like, no one really acknowledges his existence to the end. And they talk about him like they're his best friend. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> sort of-ish. But they reference him as if they, like, they know they know him. Like, they're like, old DJ whatever his name is. <laughs> it's like, wait, what the fuck? It's really bizarre. So, I have no idea. I Like, it opens with the most insane idiotic zombie birth I've ever seen in my life. 
and, and, and the zombie breaks out of glass. It's horrifying. The gore is the gore is great in it. I love it. Gore's great. Gore is really good. This zombie's face looks so fucking stupid. It's unbelievable. But he he breaks out of the glass, and unlike any other zombie movie ever. The, the staff is like, uh, they like pick up the phone. And they're like, uh, I think we might have a problem. But like <laughs> that's like the extent of it. And then the movie starts. <laughs> like no one, no one is very urgent about what is happening out there. Yeah. There's no sense of urgency yeah. whatsoever. Even the government's like, well, I guess just kill. It. I mean, the government just like, the government is constantly like kill everybody. And then. Like, then at the end of the movie, they're like, we're going to kill everybody. I was like, you've already been saying, you've said that the whole fucking movie. Like, that's not, that's not a also, plot. Also, the right. government, the government is so bad at detaining people. Like, that one guy, they just had, the one guy, they just had, like, trapped in his hotel room. And they couldn't do that. And he manages to infect the entire staff. Dude, it's fucking out of control. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is a, this is a vaccine movie. This is a movie about vaxxing up, baby. Maybe, you you know it, 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 it that's funny. Um, it's about getting the antidote, and like they have the people arguing over the pros and cons over it, and yeah. like people not wanting it. Like, uh, pretty crazy. It was pretty weird, and I loved that. Like <laughs> the government was like, "We're just gonna kill everybody," and the scientist was like, "Please let us try to find a vaccine." And the government was like, mm, "No, <laughs> like we're good," which cracks me up because uh, you know I'm not gonna get into vaccine talk right here, but. If you believe in conspiracies where the government's trying to, like, shoot you with things to, like, kill you or something, they're just going to kill you. <laughs> like in this movie. They're just going to shoot you. <laughs> like They're going to they're gonna do what they did in this movie, which was send out the military with guns and be like, hey, if you see those guys with uh, masks and white overalls, run up to them and uh, they'll, they'll give you a shot. <laughs> and then you'll run up to them and they'll just fucking slaughter you like they did in, in this movie. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> Um, Love it. What are your favorite scenes from this this flick? This this. I mean, the the heads the head flying head scene hands down is the best. Okay. The the ending with the DJ. <laughs> I mean, I know that we're not we're not we're not doing a normal format, but um, we we already message we message we already talked about the the DJ. He's kind of like the narrator of sorts, Absolutely. and yeah. like if you've seen the fog, you know. Um, I think it's Adrian Barbeau's character yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is the radio DJ and she's kind of narrating the events and like warning people to be safe and being like, Hey, this is happening. Yeah. He's kind of doing that. Um, <laughs> and then at the end, at the end, they've, they've, they've like saved everybody and the DJ is talking normally and he's like, eh, everything's fine. <laughs> and then it the, the <laughs> cuts to him like slowly swiveling in his chair and he is, he is completely a zombie, even though the zombies can't talk like that. He he has the most distinct, like smooth radio voice and he still has it even after he turns. So Dude, the uh, old, I the love old that thriller ending. ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He fucking his spins around and looks at the camera, dude, breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera and fucking has no eyeballs. <laughs> Uh, uh, I liked, I, I, I did like the gore in this. We already mentioned gore was the, great. The gore is really good. And the makeup's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the movie at all. No, no, no. I, I didn't hate it either. Um, I, I loved, I love the DJ turn and I love the woman on the helicopter. It's like, uh, <laughs> they 
Because, <laughs> uh, like, two of the characters, I don't want to even call them the main characters, because I'm pretty sure they just showed up at the end. Um, the lady on the helicopter is like, oh, man, uh, I guess he's a zombie now. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it was such a weird thing for her to observe that a ra- the, the person that they're listening to on the radio is now a zombie. Oh, and it's because the DJ is like, the DJ is talking normally in his smooth DJ voice, but he's like, boy, I can't wait to eat brains and drink your blood. <laughs> Which some of the zombies in this movie fucking did. There was a scene where uh, there's a couple driving in a car and the guy is clearly turning into a zombie. He's like got his head down. He's like, I don't feel well. And uh, they're driving and he's like, hey, uh, honey, I'm really thirsty. And like, dude, this is like, <laughs> fucking like, I don't even know how to explain it, like a very childish thing. He's like, I'm really thirsty. And then he spins and he's like, for your blood. <laughs> and, jumps, <laughs> and jumps on a, a fucking zombie pulling a prank. <laughs> Pranking his wife as a zombie. It fucking, <laughs> fucking blew my mind. And the other zombies are like very zombie-esque. Like there's other zombies that don't speak. Yeah. And, and then there's other zombies that run around with four foot machetes. <laughs> and are running as fat. I've never seen a zombie run so fast. Like, forget 28 days later. This zombie was moving so fast and frantically. It was genuinely terrifying. I Fucking agree. chasing I agree. that woman around. <laughs> there are actually, like, most of these movies that we've watched so far, aside from Anthropophagus, don't really have, like, really scary scenes or, like, really... Mm-hmm. The gore is the only horror element that they really have. Right. Like, both of these movies had times where it was like, this is a little bit more intense than I was anticipating. Which is funny because D'Amato actually said that in an interview about Beyond the Darkness. He was like, listen, I'm not very good at suspense, so I just throw a lot of gore, <laughs> gore, at, <laughs> gore into it. <laughs> Which is that, fucking amazing. I mean, um, ain't that the truth. The makeup is fucking great. I, I love the makeup in it. Like, dude, like... um the corpse makeup is like like everything is like pulsating and like oozing blood it's honestly probably one of the best in my opinion for the gore of these movies that we've watched like the pus and the sores and shit it was i would agree it was fucking atrocious the two scenes that i think stand out that i I loved were the infected guy in his hotel room that chops off his own hand chops off his own hand and then and smashes the uh housekeeper maid whatever she was smashes her head into the mirror repeatedly yeah yeah it was that was nuts that was fucking crazy and then hangs her up with a fucking knife and then um and then, oh i did love when the military guys were driving around and it looked like fucking that scene in zoolander they were just listening to the radio like scatting along <laughs> <laughs> fucking bebopping in their fucking little jeep um <laughs> You got the bird attacks. They were great. I loved those. And then you had that zo- that uh, that hunchback zombie wielding the four-foot machete. There was something else, though. Oh, man. Um, oh, oh, dude. When the fucking military guy jumps into the water to save that girl who's like, help me. But again, like with these zombies like playing pranks, it's actually unbelievable. Like setting traps and shit. Uh, he, he jumps into the water. To save this woman. He drags her to safety and she's like, oh, thank you. Now it's time to die. And then turns and she's got no fucking legs. <laughs> and just tries to eat them. Oh, man. Actually, saying this out loud makes me like it a little bit more. Dude, it's, like, it's, it's fucking great. Zombies. 
I really do like this movie, but it's just not. We can't say if this is fucking Maddie or not. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did he do? Like, and and here's another thing. I had read that he said he did most of the beginning of the movie, which has good scenes, but is not definitely not like the best parts. Which also, like, if he did most of the beginning, that sets the stage for the movie. Right. So what would Fulci have been doing? <laughs> like, this is what I'm like, I don't understand what either of uh, What did either of these fucking guys... <laughs> there's probably a real director <laughs> somewhere that was like, I fucking directed it. These two idiots were nowhere to be seen. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, because, like, figure he directs maybe 15, 20 minutes of the beginning. Um so did Fulci film all the like subplots and like, I mean, then Maddie's like a fucking, like, how could you not? I don't know. I don't know. I honestly have no fucking idea. That explains the yeah. fucking random birds, I guess, at the, be- <laughs> at the beginning. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> they just, they didn't tell him the what the movie was about. Dead bird. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Dude, dude, the dead bird scene is honestly fucking a little gross too. Yeah, I agree. There's one bird. Re-animated I'm pretty sure is actually dead or dying. In one scene. It was a real fucking bird. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking Italy, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That was a real fucking bird that they, like, shot. And fucking film it. Film it while it's struggling. <laughs> film it while it's struggling. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. The, also, a lot more zombies than I expected. Fulci's Fulci, good. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought there was one more thing where I was like... Oh, that's... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, The zombie scene where there's randomly... This is probably the most random part of the movie and it had to be... Had to be Maddie. Was we randomly cut to them finding them. No one finds them. Just a random new character finds another random new character who's pregnant and giving birth in in a building. And there's no one around. She's just giving birth... She's on a table giving birth alone. I mean, no fucking... (laughs) Fucking least logical thing I've ever seen. And a nurse shows up and is about to help her give birth. And then a zombie rips her face off. The nurse's face. Incredible. <laughs> then shoves the nurse's face towards the pregnant stomach. This is like an un... I feel like this is an under the radar scene in this movie because they kind of didn't show it all the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. kind of... You could question what you saw. <laughs> They he pushes her head towards the stomach, and then a hand pops out of the pregnant stomach, bursts through, and then I guess just you know does that weird Italy thing where they just like kind of like rub their hands <laughs> on the person's face and you assume they're killing them that way. So like the hand attacks her from the front through a pregnant woman's stomach. <laughs> now I I, de- I, I question. <laughs> It was an adult zombie hand that did that. So was there a zombie sitting underneath her? Or was that the supposed to be the baby hand? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be the baby hand. But now that you're saying it... Uh, well, I mean, it, it is supposed to be the baby hand. It, just it has to sense. be. It has to be. Yeah. That would be insane. I mean, I, it's all insane. But it is 100% an adult hand. And he palms her face. <laughs> they also chose, like, the man with the biggest hand. Which probably was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> literally palms it like a basketball it's insane 
Um, that scene was kind of crazy, like under the radar crazy. Agreed. Fucking nuts, man. And and that's really it. Oh, and they set it up for a sequel. They did. Was was a sequel ever made? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I just didn't know about it. I mean, they're up to zombie 10, apparently, with Beyond the Dark. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. There's, there's honestly, it's more more of a headache than it's worth trying to figure out. I felt the same thing, and I, I agreed. I was like, I was about to, like, try and dig in. And I was like, Dude, I'm not going to get the right answer. I'm going to get, like, 14 movies that were not zombie 4, and <laughs> just use the title. Oh, man. So that is... um. Uh, that's Maddie, sort of Maddie-ish, Maddie-ish. Zo- it was also called Zombie Flesh Eaters too. Yes, which it wasn't. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess in that sense, Devin is right. A sequel, but sort of. Okay, fine, fine. He gets a pass. He gets a pass on that, but he doesn't get a pass on choosing the wrong director. <laughs> Completely different director, but that's fine. Um. Beyond the Darkness, baby. Yes. Joe D'Amato. This fucking guy. He should have been locked up. He should have been executed. <laughs> Love his films, though. Love him. <laughs> he has a fucking sick fuck, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, he should He should, He should. should probably be killed. He, he passed away. How old was he when he passed away? 1999. 62. That's it, man. These guys, they just, like, smoke and drink like fucking maniacs. I'm just looking up his, um, what his, uh, God, I love his, I forgot how much I love his Wikipedia page. Um, I'm trying to figure out, he had so many fucking movies. Um, I'm just trying to figure out the timeline for these. Okay, so he made a bunch of movies in the, oh, no, he didn't. Was this his first movie directing? No. He did did some porn in early. I was gonna say, I feel feel like he did a bunch of porn. He, yeah, his career started a lot earlier, but he started doing porn in the uh, early seventies. Somebody will probably. He was still photographer in the fifties. Like Emmanuel's Revenge, that's porn, right? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be giallo, but it's (laughs) fucking not. It's like a soft, yeah, softcore. (laughs) Yeah. Um. He did all the Emanuels, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, and that's basically what took up all of his time in the seventies, <laughs> from like seventy-five to like seventy-nine, and then he does Beyond the Darkness in seventy-nine, um, and then followed by Erotic Nights of the Living Dead. Downloading it. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? All the Emanuel movies, <laughs> dude. Um, oh my god, he did so much fucking porn. It's unbelievable. It's actually hard to like navigate this. It's like every year he does like six porns and then like the one movie you've heard of. <laughs> um Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh. He was Sorry, I'm I'm all over the place right now. He was the producer for like all of the Lacoste. What was he though? All the La Casa movies. He produced the other La Casa movies, which is kind of cool. Um, so really, this was like kind. I don't want to say it's his first foray, but like I feel like this might have sent him into the horror genre a little bit more than the other ones. Yeah, it seems like it. And uh, what a movie to 
you know, kick off your career with. Yeah, like first of all, the, the Goblin score is top notch, and it's an original. It, it actually it's is original. It actually yeah. is original. And yeah. then he Anthropophagus, would, yeah, Anthropophagus would steal most of it. <laughs> Probably because Goblin saw this and were like, "Dude, no, we're not associating with you." <laughs> This was the one they were like, all right, yeah, definitely. Like, we 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 dig Italian horror. <laughs> like, we'll do it for you. And then he's like, great. <laughs> and they watch and they're like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Why did you? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking idiot. This isn't a joke. Can I read you? Can I read you the first sentence of the plot on Wikipedia? Yes. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. Shit. I'm not going to do that yet. You tell me what the plot is first. Okay, so this one, um, story-wise, probably the best that we've seen. Although, still very questionable. Because, <laughs> like, you know, it's not a great... I was going to say. It's not a great fucking plot. But there is a plot. So, it's a guy who is a uh, taxidermist. <laughs> and no. he's, his wife dies. And for some reason, he has a wet nurse he does not have a child. He just sucks on her titties, um, okay. which is wild. Uh, and her, her name is Iris and she's in love with him. And it, is she though? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. And then, um, and then he, he just, I, uh, why does he kill people? There's no real reason. He just starts killing people and making a mess of, well- making a mess of everything. And then he starts getting investigated, not by the police, but by a local undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I actually think he explains that somewhat. So he's just obsessed with his wife, and he takes her back because he's a taxidermist, and he want he wants her with him. So he's gonna right. you know, disembowel her and, and and do whatever you do. Right. With it. He starts killing people because they start they just like stumble upon. No, no, that he's no, no, story no, of course. No. I, yeah, yes to the first one, the hitchhiker. Yes, everyone. You else, can't he's even like, call her. Hey, want to see my dead wife? <laughs> and then, then he kills him. <laughs> Dude, that, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. That's not true. Because because the wet nurse will like throw the corpse in the bed when he brings people home. Oh, and then no, he's always no, just like, oh, you, I don't think that's what that is. He likes her in the bed. I thought. Dude, when he's fucking that girl on the bed next to his dead wife, <laughs> which people go watch the fucking movie and come back because I'm not gonna explain it all. You know what? I, I I think you're I think you're right. I think he he keeps. You're, I think you're right. It wasn't the wet nurse. He keeps the cover over, and then he, and he like pulls can't it down. He, he like he, yeah, you're right. He can't resist. He can't resist. He's like check this out, and then the yeah. girl's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're you're 100 right. <laughs> Because I was mixing up like the, uh, you know, for some reason the wet nurse invites a bunch of her relatives over. Yeah, I mean, and I guess yeah. At the end of the day, none but of they them stumble on the corpse. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. This honestly makes less sense than any of the other ones. But um, yeah, you're you're definitely right. He keeps her in the bed so he can sleep next to her. But then he like fucks other girls. It's <laughs> like, hey, check this. <laughs> Which she would fucking stink. Like, and you would 100 percent know. I'm sorry. Embalming fluid doesn't last, you know, weeks. <laughs> it's meant to, like, you know, put them on display for a minute. <laughs> and, and, well, I guess they're not. Well, she's taxidermist. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. 
It, it just doesn't make you a lot of sense. still smell the rotting flesh. Like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, like a body's not going to smell great. <laughs> oh, my God. So he has a wife. She dies while they're making out um, in a hospital bed. She's devastated. We meet Iris, the wet nurse, who in the first scene we see her, I rewound it. <laughs> I rewound it three fucking times because I was so confused and then had to go to Wikipedia to figure out why the fuck this was happening and who I thought the characters were because it was so convoluted. And in typical Italian fashion, they're adding like not Italian, like like Italian, these movies were doing a uh, fashion, the, the story, like they're adding extra details that are beyond unnecessary. So yes. in the first scene, we meet Iris. She's like, what are you doing in here? You have to leave. I'm thinking it's his mother. Okay. And then she's like, your mother's been dead or your mother's dead. Deal with it. And I was like, wait, <laughs> Was he making out with his mom in the first scene? And then he's like, I know, I know. Oh, and by the way, uh, Angela died yesterday. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Like, what the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> Why are we even bringing up the dead parents? Like, what the fuck is happening? And she's like, oh, okay. Well, why don't you suck on my breast? <laughs> and, and this guy, Frank, uh, fucking uh, sucks on her boob. Like drinks the milk. She's a fucking wet. Yeah, so that that's why I wanted to read you the first sentence on Wikipedia. Okay. Because if you're on the fence about watching this, this tells you what you need to know. Anna Anna Voigel, the fiance of taxidermist Frank Weiler, dies of an illness in the hospital during a final kiss. After Iris, Frank's wet nurse and housekeeper, stabs a voodoo doll. <laughs> back back at the villa. Iris then breastfeeds Fank for erotic lactation comfort. <laughs> I had that written down too because I also don't think it was like erotic lactation comfort. I think it's nothing about this makes. I guess it was. I guess it was. But but like having that wet nurse on staff that means he had that wet nurse while his wife was around. It does. Yes. And they don't have a child. Which is why, yeah, yeah, correct. They do, they do not have a child. I mean, also, his wife has a twin sister. <laughs> I guess I'd be devastated if my wife died too, and I was into that, and she allowed me to have a fucking wet nurse that I sucked her booby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's your only I chance. Do, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Listen, here's what I'm saying. If you require erotic lactation to be comforted, and you find a woman that's okay with you having a wet nurse to do that... And you lose her, that's your last chance. You're not going to find that sure. again. You're not going to find that again. Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. I'd be devastated. <laughs> but, I mean, why wouldn't you just keep the wet nurse around? <laughs> I mean, I guess he would. He, he does He does until the end he when does. he's like, get out of here. Right. And then she does. So, you, I, I don't think he'd be that devastated in, in, in that terms. Well, you'd be devastated. Kill, your, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. I'll probably right. But he, he still has more still boobies. Has, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He kills the wet nurse at the end. He does, he does. He also proposes to her at one point and then kicks her out at one point, And none of those things happen in the movie. There's a scene where he's like, fine, we'll get married. <laughs> and then and then in the next scene, he's like, All get out of my over. fucking house. <laughs> get the fuck out God, of my house. I love it. I love this movie. 
<laughs> so a- after his wife dies, we already alluded to, he, he steals her corpse, and then uh, we watch yeah. him disembowel her. And this is where we were mentioned earlier, like, they use actual animal guts. Oh, my I mean, it's fucking, fucking gross. And th- this was actually the scene where I was eating popcorn, and I just had to, like, stop chewing. Cause just watching him pump the fucking fluid, like, the thick... Dude, it was so like, gross. I don't know what you call it. Just a thick fucking goo and blood out of her. Like, oh, God. It was so fucking gross. And this is where The Undertaker, I guess, spies on him. And he's like, oh, Which, what's going on? The Undertaker pers- knows from this point on that he's doing this. <laughs> right. He's still trying to break in the house be like, hmm, what's this guy up to? <laughs> and then even later in this movie, he confirms that he has Anna's corpse. He's still just like, he doesn't alert authorities. He's just still trying to break in see more. Hey. Dude, the fucking Undertaker takes the time to develop photos instead of just calling the <laughs> He takes pictures of fucking Anna's fucking corpse and then he's like, hey, I got to go to my, my dark room and develop these myself in the slowest possible manner. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbest shit I've ever seen. Um, yeah, he brings his wife home. He, uh, he brings his wife home. Well, on his way home, he picks up a hitchhiker. And she is his first victim. And uh, because she walks in on him embalming, or I guess taxiderming his wife. Um, Sean, does he pick her up? Because I'm pretty sure he just goes out of his car and she's just in it. <laughs> correct. Correct. I, okay. She invaded his car. That was a car invasion. If there's home Dude, invasions, he just this stole was a, car. a corpse. He just stole. I, I, he, she obviously should have been murdered in that scene because he just stole a corpse and he gets back and she's just sitting there. And she's like, oh, "Hey, I'm from America." And he's like, "Okay," and just drives her back. I would have thrown her out of the car immediately. <laughs> she gets so high she fucking passes out. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So she's and that's the other weird part about this movie because she falls asleep in his van. He gets home. And then he unloads Anna, the corpse, and then just leaves the girl in his van at his house. Yes. Dude, that is a drifter. Get her the fuck out of your car. Kick her ass out like a mile away from your house. You have a body in the back. And he he knows that because her hand randomly falls (laughs) through the window at one point, making no sense, but (laughs) it happens. (laughs) You know, fucking fix that shit. It's fucking insane. Anyway, he doesn't. She catches him. And then Frank pulls out all of her fucking fingernails before killing her. Before killing her. A real bizarre move. Disgusting. A real fucking yeah. bizarre move. Looks so gross. Damana is... He's so good at it. Like, that was, he really is. That was fucking nuts. That was fucking nuts. Um. Anyway, Frank, uh, Frank gets all up in them guts with his uh, ex-wife. Um, and not in the sexual way. He's literally just pulling. He just fucking pulls out her guts. Want to fucking barf? Um, and then he, and then, but like, here's another aspect of the movie that was a little weird and never really explained. Is you know, uh, I get his love, his infatuation for his bride. Um, what's with him? Kind of, you know, eating people <laughs> on the on the on, on the low low throughout the, low. the movie. But he, he even does that with his bride. He takes out her heart and he like fucking sniffs it and then licks it and then bites into it and, then, and fucking the model has blood come out one of the one of the valves or whatever. one of the arteries, dude. It was fucking unbelievable. I 
I love that. I'm so glad you picked up on that. The attention to detail with that, like every little like bite he took, like fucking blood splurted out of squirt out. Disgusting. Probably because that was a real heart. He's just fucking biting into it. Joe. He said there were no special effects in this movie, and it was all animal shit. That is, I'm gonna be fucking sick <laughs> thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly like my stomach's churning thinking about it. I've seen I, I, I watched a show where they like ate like some weird raw animal shit. There's a scene later where he takes a bite of meat out of somebody, dude. That is fucking animal meat. That that is like uncooked. That he is gnawing on. I truly believe this fucking heart was real. <laughs> and I believe that there was just it was just filled with animal blood that was squirting out. I don't think there was any effect. I think D'Amato was like, that looked fucking great. Keep keep doing that. <laughs> Ugh, disgusting. Dude, it was fucking vile. And but D'Amato straight up was like, we had no money. That's all animal shit. Yeah, they got from a fucking abattoir. <laughs> Uh, the special effects for the gore scenes in the film were made by using animal intestines, pig skin, and a sheep's heart. There you go. There we have it. That's even more disgusting. <laughs> I want to fucking throw up because that dude is eating. Is it? Is it more disgusting than the wet nurse eating? No, Joe. That was the most. Dude, I literally have a note that said this is worse than any other part. Of the movie. <laughs> dude, dude. First of all, I don't know what she's eating, but that's not even if they're like she's eating the cut up people or the cut up organs. That would be less gross than how she's eating it. Just shoving food. It's a, <laughs> I'm honestly about the gag. Just shoving food in her mouth and just having it like hang off her lips, and the camera zooms in. On it. Yo, she's supposed to be like a fucking wet nurse, like 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 and like a kind of like like kind of like a sexual being to Frank, right? Like kind of like a, a sexual, I, I don't know how to say it. She has some type of thing that draws out Frank's se- sexuality. Why is this happening? <laughs> least sexy and least professional thing I've ever seen. She looks disgusting. And then Frank's like throws up and she's like, Ooh, what's wrong? <laughs> You, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever fucking seen. Fucking food falling out of her mouth. I've never, honestly, probably in a, in a movie that's very gross, probably the grossest scene in the movie. Dude, imagine you like hire a wet nurse, like, which I don't, is, does that exist in today? I don't even know if it is a thing. Um, probably. I, I don't know. I don't know. But imagine you hire a wet nurse and she ate like that. You fucking, <laughs> fuck out of my house <laughs> unfucking believable oh my god um all right so they kill the hitchhiker right yep uh they they kill her oh they dismember her in the bathroom they dissolve her in acid that was yep. insane um <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy um, he then is this one? He, oh, then he brings home the height, the, the jog, the, the jogger, jogger twist her anchor. Yeah, the jogger twist her. The fact ankle. that this guy is supposed to be getting laid this much is fucking the most unbelievable part of the movie. <laughs> agreed, completely agreed. Uh, <laughs> he, dude, this guy fucks. <laughs> he does. Um, I don't know why I decided to throw a can in an empty trash can, like, in the middle of a show, but anyway, you deal with it. 
Um, so yeah, this guy gets laid so much. And, uh, so he brings a hitchhiker home who broke, well, twisted her ankle. He rubs some cream on it. By the way, yeah, these women are just like, it's not like he seduces them, honestly. Like, no, they're like, I want that hog. (laughs) Yeah. And they're all like very good looking. Dude, the woman that he brings home from the club is, he's like, you got to go. And she's like, not until I get what I came for. (laughs) (laughs) Horniest women in Italy, man. They are ready for it. Um, Anyway, so he starts having sex with the hitchhiker in his bed. And then he reveals his dead wife. And then she sees it and screams. And he's like, you idiot. And then (laughs) kills her. Uh, and he kills her by biting a piece of, uh, her neck out. Yes. And that's where the meat looked a lot like meat I've seen, like in fucking in the, in that show that I was talking about, um, is Kenny versus Spenny. Who can eat the most meat episode? It was fucking disgusting. I want to throw up. Um, anyway, that was not dude. Like, look at the color of it. And like, it looked like it was like cow tongue or fucking something. It, it was fucking disgusting. And the guy's fucking gnawing on it. Oh, God. I'm going to be sick. I'm honestly, like, my stomach's fucking turning. Like, this shit is... Did, did I ever tell you how my, my now former boss uh, would always go on diet crazes? And <laughs> she heard of the... Uh, did I tell you about this? Uh, she heard of the uh, the carnivore diet? No, no. And, like, you know, the carnivore diet... You eat like a shit ton of meat for protein, but also you have to be like lifting heavy, right? That's, right. Like, that's like the only way it's going to work. So, she, so she she found it. It was like you have to eat like two pounds of meat a day. Oh, you're barf. So she's literally she's literally eating two pounds of meat a day, but not working out and not and not like doing any cardio or anything. Just just fucking eating meat and sweating and being like, I think I'm noticing a difference already. And then after like day ten, being like, oh, I feel like shit and I've gained weight. <laughs> Dude, dude, a fucking you're, and I only know this because I actually recently looked um, because I, I don't eat meat, but I I have um, so I have Beyond Burgers in my fridge and I have burgers for my son like Bubba Burgers, and I was like yeah oh, I was like I looked at the calories for like the Beyond Burgers it's like two hundred twenty calories or something I was like wow I wonder what that compares to meat like I never really thought about it and the meat was four hundred and thirty calories for a Bubba Burger which is like wow. How many ounces is that? I don't even know. Like, not a lot. You know, it's small. So imagine two fucking pounds. That's probably like <laughs> 3,000, 4,000 calories. <laughs> well, well this was the same person, right? Like, I told you, they go on these fads, um, the fad diet crazes. So they're doing keto. And, like, I'm not knocking keto. Whatever works for you works for you. But, like, most diets are only going to work if you're in a calorie deficit, right? Yes. That, that, that's literally fat. the meat and potatoes. That's it doesn't fat. matter how yeah. you get there. Like, you just need to be a calorie deficit exactly. or, like, you know, working out to burning more calories than you're taking in. So, that's fine. She, again, she's not working out. And, like, you know, keto requires more more fat intake, like like creams and stuff. <laughs> and she was making – she was making – this is true, man. She was making keto coffee and using an entire stick butter. of butter. <laughs> melting it and pouring it in and being like that tastes like shit but it gotta be done like no, no it doesn't <laughs> are you fucking kidding me hey guys here here's just the thing just just eat more vegetables and a balanced diet that's it balanced diet work <laughs> have a little meat have a little uh you know have a little veggies and you'll be good 
Fucking unbelievable. Yo, uh, eating fucking two pounds of meat. Dude, two pounds of meat and then not working out. Just letting it sit there. Fucking having the meat shits. Dude, <laughs> fucking sweating. <laughs> uh, those are Joe's and Sean's fitness tips for the day. Eat fucking 10,000 calories of meat. <laughs> See what happens to your fucking insides. <laughs> the guy from Anthropophagus would be like, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking eat that. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Pulls out your fucking intestines and it's like, ugh. Fucking <laughs> filled. God. Filled with shit. <laughs> you have to, like, fucking, what do they call it with the shrimp? Deveining the shrimp. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Anthropophagus would have to devein ya. Oh, man. I feel like I'm going to regret this episode tomorrow. Um, what? All right. I don't know. So he eats the girl that he's having sex with, kind of. Um, And, dude, the wounds in this, I mean, not to just... Dis- the, the gore in this is good. It's different. I think I would prefer the gore in Zombie 3, I'm going to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Um, I think, I, you know... Better I, makeup effect. Better effect. He didn't effect. use anything, yeah. Yeah, he didn't use shit. But in this scene where her neck, where he bites her neck, it was really good. Like, the blood's, like, pulsing out. It looks really cool. Um, yeah, and then every time this guy kills a woman, Iris shows up and, like, she jerks him off after one scene. So it's first sucking on his her nipples. And then it's, um, then he, she jerks him off. In one scene, and then in this scene, she shows up, and I was like, "What? What more is she gonna like? She she's just gonna eat this dude's ass, <laughs> but but she doesn't. She just shoves this woman into the incinerator, which they probably should have been doing from the beginning, the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Instead, they're always like finding convoluted ways to hide dead people. Just <laughs> bring her an acid when you have access to a fucking incinerator. Are you kidding me? It's, it's unbelievable, and also. Um, uh, they zoom. My favorite part of this, and I was like, "This is the most fucking Damato thing I've ever seen." Zooms in on the burnt nip of her breast. <laughs> All right, take it easy, dude. Like, fucking relax. It was it's the craziest, most insane zoom in on a nipple I've ever seen. It's fucking charred. Anyway, um, we think a cop's sneaking in to investigate, but guess what? It's not. It's just Undertaker. the local undertaker. <laughs> For some reason, the cops do show up at one point, but they're very like, it's they're very uninterested in everything. Yes, yes. they're like, "Hey, do you see this missing girl?" And he, I've never seen somebody act more suspicious. And they're like, "All right, we'll be on our way." <laughs> that's the that's the end of it. He's literally like starts scratching his face. He's like, "I don't know what what." <laughs> like, all right, well, this guy looks good. Um, he then goes to a nightclub and picks up a woman um, who takes a bath with her watch on it. And I've never been more angry about noticing something like that in my life. Dude, the amount of people that take baths in these movies in somebody's home that they just met is fucking ridiculous. That's insane. That's insane. Dude, imagine picking somebody. Like, you go to the club. I mean, not that we ever did. But let's say we go to the bar. You pick up a girl at the bar. You bring her home, and she's like, hey, can I take a like a full bath? <laughs> I'd be like, wait, ex- excuse me? Psycho. <laughs> excuse- the fuck out. 
take a fucking bath. So he brings this woman home from the club. Uh, then he this 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 ending is a little bit convoluted, right? Because then his dead wife's twin sister shows up, which they hype up as a reveal. But like he already know, like I was, I didn't know if he knew. You thought he was gonna be shocked, right? Because I did. Yeah, too. but he's like, oh hey, I was just like oh hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird, and they hyped it up by like not showing her face until the reveal, and then you see it, and it's the dead wife's face, and he's like, oh yeah, hey, what's going on? And, <laughs> and then he tries to kick out the thought that he brought home. Um, she takes offense to it. And then I don't understand really what happens after that. Like, the lights go out, and the, the thought ski... Wait, no. Did the, they? How did no. he get the thought out? She she just left, because he was like, get beat it. My, my wife's sister's here. And then, okay, but uh, then the sister's walking around the dark house. Yeah, yeah. And she comes across her sister's corpse. Well, she... Yes. And then Iris shows up with a knife, and then she faints. And then yeah, Iris yeah, 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 yeah. She passes out, and Iris is like, "I'm going to kill you." Yeah, and then Frank is like, "No, you're not." And then she yeah. somehow cuts Frank's dick. Dude stabs him right in the fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Frank scratches her face and like takes out a piece, like a good chunk of her cheek. He just bites her face. No, he oh, bites he it. He bites it? Okay. okay. Yeah, he yeah, bites yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But then she pulls out his eyeball with her bare hand. Regardless of the matter, all these people, it's so easy for them to rip off other people's pieces of their body. <laughs> whether, I'm so it's, whether, it's, <laughs> whether it's teeth or hands, like all these people are able to just like rip off giant chunks of other humans with like their bare hands. Um... So, yeah, he rips her face off. I, I guess that kills her. Oh, wait, no, I think he stabs her, too, right? Yeah, he, he, like, gains control and stabs Iris. So Iris is done. He crawls over to his wife's sister. He hears her heartbeat. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to incinerate the sister, the, 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 the mummified sister, because I'm going to try to That's woo... <laughs> the dead, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn up the the dead sister so I can so I can live with the alive sister <laughs> she who just saw her sister's corpse <laughs> and also I no longer have a dick and my eye is missing. <laughs> Dude, the last thing I'd do is think that I'd be like, "Well, I'll be alone forever." <laughs> Good run. I Good would run throw myself like in the incinerator at this point. Are you fucking kidding me? Stabbed in the dick and lost an eye, and like everyone's dead. Like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> oh man. Meanwhile, while this happens, the Undertaker shows up. <laughs> the investigative Undertaker shows up because he's gonna get that motherfucking body back. Um. So he takes the living sister's body because it's the only one that remains, and Frank's all fucked up, so they can just take it. So they take this, the living twin sister home, and they're about to bury her, and the Undertaker's like, fine. <laughs> the Undertaker's like, finally returned. Like, returned merchant. Like, the police were never called. <laughs> this is madness. 
Like finally we can return her to the grave. Um and in the super abrupt ending, uh the body just shoots up and is like ah! <laughs> blood curling scream. Yeah. That's the end of the movie. <laughs> I'd love it. I, uh, would you recommend Buyo Omega? I'd recommend Zombie 3 and Buyo Omega. I would too. I would too. You gotta check them both out. Uh Zombie 3, yo. Wow, man, that's a weird thing to say. I was about to be like, you'll probably have less fun, and I do think that's true. But I did, I did enjoy it. I don't know why I would say that though. We, you know, Beyond the Darkness is probably more fun, but I, I, I had a lot of fun with Zombie Three, and I was actually expecting it to be miserable, based off nothing. Yeah, I just had a predisposed notion that it was going to be miserable, and, and I liked it. Right, right. All right, so let's grade it and then discuss. Is this a disqualification? Did let's go for it. Did Devin, did Devin di- disqualify somebody? Get somebody to, did he throw in the towel? <laughs> um, a sequel but not score. So um, I guess Zombie 3 being Zombie Flesh Eaters 2 and then um, fucking... <laughs> well, I mean... Because, like, Beyond the Darkness is part of this La Casa series, but, like, it appears like... They just openly kind of took any movie and threw it in there. Dude, dude I'm honestly leaning more towards Zombie 3 winning this category. I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think so, because, like, the La Casa series, sure, it's not a sequel to those movies, but it seemed like it was kind of just a repackaging of a lot of movies. It's also not a series. Right. Right, just like the, put the shit thrown together. Right. Like, I don't think they're like, this is a sequel to this one. I think they're just like... We're just releasing these as La Casa movies. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It doesn't seem... I, yeah, I think I'm leaning... I'm, I'm with you. I think a Zombie 3 takes that one. 10-9. Yeah. Um, movie quality and plot. <laughs> it's got to be fucking Booyah Omega, dude. <laughs> you know, in terms of quality, they're both actually not too bad, considering no, they're, Itali- no. they're Italian, <laughs> Italian horror films. I agree. Uh, but yeah... I think it goes to Beyond the Darkness. I understood what was happening for the most part with Beyond the Darkness. It's not great. It's not a good story, but it's you kind of got what was happening, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean, even Zombie Three, I, I I wasn't ever really super lost. Like, but that I mean, zombie movies are almost always kind of a cop out because just That's okay, what I'm saying. Uh, we have this thing and it's bringing people back to life, and then whatever happens from there on, you're just like, oh, okay. You yeah, really I guess, don't need a story for it. I that's actually making me lean towards Zombie Three. Oh my uh, God. No, I, I guess I guess I'll go with Beyond the Darkness. Beyond the Dark enjoyment replay value. Beyond the Darkness. Beyond the Darkness. And then gore. I go towards Zombie Three. I loved the gore. There were so many scenes of it. The fucking pus. The fucking blood. <laughs> the fucking weird alien head at the beginning. It was nonstop, nonstop. I mean, and that like, would make it a that would make it a tie. Beyond the Darkness is grosser, and I said it before. Beyond the Darkness is is probably the grossest movie I've ever seen. Somebody on there, there was a critic that I read. Uh, I don't have it pulled up, but they were like, "This movie makes you feel like you need to take a shower after." <laughs> I, I completely agree. It, it, it's it's vile. It's disgusting, um, but. They used, you know, real stuff because they didn't have enough money, whereas Zombie 3 put the effort into making the gore, so that <laughs> I'm going to give it to Zombie 3. 
Oh, shit. Shit. So we have a tie. That's a true wash. Yeah. That's a true wash regardless of, you know, um, our buddy right next stop fucking giving us a bad fucking movie here. But um, <laughs> so, yeah. So fucking um, Maddie wins the the weekly category and the gore and fucking D'Amato wins movie quality and enjoyment replay value. I think that's so, I think that's accurate. I, I'm actually kind of surprised I, I at my own ranking. I think it's accurate too. I, I think that the cash that matches why can't I talk? I think that adds up. Um and it actually makes it interesting next week if it's a wash the series is tied. Yeah. It's the last week. If Damato takes it, Damato wins. Dude, that's fucking nuts. That's fucking crazy. That like couldn't have worked out any better for us to watch another one, <laughs> which is what I wanted <laughs> to do the entire time. Um, I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. I've loved these movies. Um, I hope you guys have all liked this series, too. Um, this is super fun. So next week is more Shameless Ripoffs. Endgame versus Robo War. Yes. Dude, I almost want to watch Robo... Well, I guess I, I don't have to watch it in advance. It's happening this week. But I almost, I'm, I'm so curious. Because Devin... Redneck Stomp's note on this is Robo War is way better. Like, he wrote that in parentheses. So he, he messaged me today and was like, I have to say this, but Robo War is legitimately a good movie. I, and, and, like, that makes me want to watch it. Because everything I've seen up to this point is leading me to not believe it. Like, it's not going to be legitimately a good movie. Like, probably enjoyable, but legitimately a good movie? No. That can't be true. <laughs> like, it's actually... Robo awesome. War based on Robocop and Predator? <laughs> Fuck you. A good movie. Uh, Strike Commando, though, that fucking scene. I just got a chill thinking about it. The scene I've with seen Headbutty. The scene of them headbutting each other is crazy to me. <laughs> Running full speed across and then slow motion just bumping each other in the head. <laughs> Going to horny jail. Sending each other to horny jail. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I let's go with... Uh, what do you think? Do you want to do Robo War or Strike Commando? I do, I do want to do Robo War. All right. We'll do Robo War. Don't fuck us up, Devin. Red stop. <laughs> Alright, so Robo next War week, Endgame versus Robo War. I'm pretty sure every single one of these movies has been on Tubi, by the way, guys. Check them out. The only one that I found that was edited was Anthropophagus, which was under the name Grim Reaper. So, um, check all of these out, man. I've had such a blast watching these. These are two weird old dudes just making shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've enjoyed it. They are the I I would say they are the epitome of um of uh of um like horror show uh films. I agree. I agree. Uh watching these is like the reason we started this, right? Just talking oh, about for sure. ridiculous shit. So Dude, that's actually a great point. That is actually the that's facts. Like these were the movies, dude. I can't even tell you the amount of times you and Paul talked about Buyo Omega at in college and and how insane it was and i actually hadn't seen it i'd never seen it until um this week yeah man like 
this is exactly this this is exactly why the podcast started. Movies like this, coming across, finding these through like, especially in those days, like finding them through word of mouth or just like weird online posts and then checking it out. Like movies like uh, I know we're doing Roto War, but there's a movie called Rotor. This, of course like an acronym. I ha- couldn't tell you what it stands for. R-O-T-O-R. Uh, it's basically RoboCop. It's one of the fucking shittiest things you'll ever see. We must have watched that 15 times and that would be all we talk about at parties. So, like, th- I'm so glad that we're doing this. I'm having I- I'm having a blast. We thought we'd burn out after week two. No. I, I-, I, wa- I want to keep this format for the fucking end of time. Like, I-, I'm- I, could, I could do this forever. I could do this forever. Um, and shout out to the artist... Um, Ill Trace, Ill underscore Trace, um, out of California, out of Oakland, the Bay, baby, Bay Area, blow the whistle, if you will. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, thanks. I was waiting for something. Uh, uh, Ill Trace, shout it, shout out to her, great artist. She hit us up and she was like, "I would love to do artwork for your next shirt, and I want to do something inspired by this whole." insane D'Amato Maddie <laughs> and I was like fuck and like she makes um, merchandise for a lot of death metal bands um, so it would be probably pretty gruesome and I'm kind of fucking thrilled with can we since, since she's from the bay <laughs> have her make D'Amato Maddie themed shirts but put two shorts face on all of them um, well, I was gonna literally just about to say too short, no matter what you were gonna say, and yeah, of course we're gonna <laughs> blow the whistle. Too short, too stupid face on. <laughs> the I fucking face. love too short so much. I was listening to him today. Such a goddamn idiot. Please tell, please tell her to have too short eating his own guts. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I would honestly pay for that just for you and I to wear the shirt because no one's gonna buy that. I, yeah. <laughs> I will. I would honestly pay her to make that for us, just like your Joe Lowcat. Do too short, <laughs> ripping out his own intestines and eating them. Joe, if you sent that to him, he'd be so mad. <laughs> no, he'd fucking punch me in the face. <laughs> and rightfully so. I I want nothing more than the shirt. Dude, I can never forget, like, the face he was making in that E-40, um, too short, like, versus picture, where they, like, put him side by side. He got the dumbest fucking face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Fuck. Too short, man. I fucking love him. Let's do it. Hey, life is too short, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Born on stage, died on wax. <laughs> that's what it says. That's what it says on Tombstone on the album cover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love Too Short so much. Me too. Uh, early, when 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 the pandemic started, that was the first thing I did for whatever reason. Uh, listened to his entire discography from start to finish. If you want feel good vibes, I think that's the way to go. You know, pandemic. Yeah, if you want songs about uh, some girl dying from uh, swallowing too much s- semen, uh, yeah, Bro, too short. he's the horniest guy in the world. <laughs> and how old is he now? Because he—he's fucking old. His first tape came out in '82. 
damn, that's crazy. Because he's still writing songs that are just like, <laughs> yo, if it graphic, ain't don't fix graphically it. sexual. <laughs> Everything he writes is just about yeah, dicks and dicks, <laughs> which <so>. is. <laughs> Oh, I love him. Uh, anyway. He's 55. So, wait. His first... I, I'm pretty sure his first tape was 82. Hold on. His first tape was 83. So, I was one year off. But he's 55. So, that's like 40... So, he was 18, 17? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's it, man. We're going into week four. Um, Shameless Ripoffs, part two, Endgame versus Robo War. I'm so excited. And then we're going to go into week five, guys. So, wait, no, week six? One, two, three, four, five, six. We could keep this going, honestly, till seven. Because <laughs> fucking Maddie wins again, uh, then we're going into another week. Yeah. Yeah, so we gotta find Maddie's porn movie so we can do a manual versus whatever he did. Yo, Pornog Week? <laughs> I think that would be the week where we like end up losing our listener. <laughs> hey, what a weird thing. What a weird thing to walk through. Yeah. <laughs> Here's where Emmanuel gets fucking finger blasted. Oh, man. I'm excited. Um, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting fucking bamboozled. Uh, Ma- Maddie, where did it go? Fuck did it go? Maddie directed Emmanuel's Revenge. Yeah. yeah but uh, Damato did all the other Emmanuel movies. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Who Phil did Emmanuel written- better? That if it comes down to like a game seven. Emmanuel's Revenge was written by Bruno Maddi and D'Amato. Bruno Maddi co-directed the film with D'Amato. No, fuck the fuck. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that we cannot do. Oh, my God, and George Eastman's in it. What is this? <laughs> what porn is this? <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw up from my... <laughs> Anthropophagus just eating his own dick. <laughs> Sucking his own dick. <laughs> Oh my god. All this time he's just been trying to remove his own rib so he can suck his own dick. <laughs> Every movie he keeps ripping his stomach open because he's trying to remove those fucking unnecessary ribs. Dude, this is nuts. This is like the ultimate. This is like the ultimate D'Amato Man- uh, Maddie flick. It's the both of them. But how would you George it, like? Eastman? Wow. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> it's probably the big. It's probably the one where you'd be like, "I'm so glad this week's over." <laughs> Dude, I, I I honestly just read the plot and I, I completely agree. <laughs> Forget you. Oh my god! All right, guys, thank you so much. And uh, we said this, I think, on the Patreon. I don't think we said it here. Did we say it here about the thanking everyone? No. That was Patreon. No, that was here. That was here. 
Oh, it was here. Oh God. Okay. Well, thanks everyone again for all of, for the for buying all the merch. We really appreciate it. <laughs> we started recording at seven to be like done early, and, and somehow it's later than we we normally. <laughs> we're ready. We're we're gonna go watch Jake Paul on Discord, guys. Thank you all so much. Let's get out of here. Um, I hate horror dot com, Facebook dot com slash I hate horror one, Instagram at I hate horror. And there's, like, barely any left. We've got, like, onesies and twosies of weird sizes. Um, but head on over to store.ihatehorror.com if you want that um, con merch, that con-exclusive No Room in Hell shirt. Check it out over there. Not a lot left, so grab it while you can. And uh, I think we have two small Live, Laugh, Skate t-shirts. Uh, sorry, sweatshirts left. So check it out store.ihatehorror.com those will be gone very soon i imagine um joe where can they find you instagram boomish1985 all right guys thank you so much thank you joe and uh for joe this is sean stay weird thank you adios I'm a fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.